And welcome back. Yeah, we're still here. It's Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston, and we hope you're having a great Sunday morning. Really excited about what we're going to talk about now. I want to introduce Richard Murphy, co-founder and ED of Veterans to Farmers. Richard, how are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself, Murphy? Yeah, I can't complain. I can't complain. I know nothing about your organization, and we uh, that's why I enjoy doing Mile High Magazine, because we find these great nonprofit-type organizations that are helping people in whatever way it might be, and you are definitely one of, one of them with Veterans to Farmers. Now, let's talk about that idea, and how did this organization get started? Yeah, you bet. Um, it kind of started out exactly that. It was an idea. Um, it was myself and um, another veteran at the time, and we both had some background, you know, in agriculture. And uh, in a lot of ways, uh, it was kind of our our opportunity to take a break from the world. You know, we'd go hang out in our gardens and stuff. And I think at some point we realized, hey, this is this is really good for us. And uh, the idea was kind of born out of that, that if there were veterans out there like us who were, you know, looking for a place to kind of get some solace, but maybe also learn a little bit about agriculture, we could create an organization around that. And Veterans to Farmers was, was kind of born out of that. So that's really our goal. We take veterans who, you know, uh, are looking at how to maybe get into agriculture or even on a small scale, grow their own food, uh, maybe in their, in their urban backyard. And we do everything we can to get them the training they need to, to learn how to do that, to have the tools to do it, as well as kind of have a support uh, group of other veterans and farmers in the, in the Colorado area kind of help them succeed in that endeavor well how long have you been doing this richard uh, quite a few years yeah so we got started in around 2013 um you know it took us about a year to get our feet underneath us uh neither of us were really nonprofit people um so we kind of got that figured out and, and got ourselves squared away and then we started our first class in 2014 and this year i believe we're on our eighth class and we'll graduate at the end of this year uh, i believe our 160th veteran Wow, congratulations on that. And, and and why in particular the veteran community and agriculture? I think you kind of hit on that a little bit because you, your background a little bit was in agriculture, so it was easy for you to get into that. But why agriculture? Is there something there about agriculture that helps these veterans? Well, yeah, it's kind of a two-part deal. You know, we really, I think, saw an opportunity. You know, one, the agriculture sector in America is – it's struggling um, and there's not enough people looking to go into agriculture. And when we think about feeding our nation and food security, the farmer is, is the number one stop for that. Um, you know, as well as we're looking at, you know, some of the challenges agriculturally that we're going to run into, you know, as, as our, as our planet continues to change, you know, where we grow food and how we grow food. Um, you know, so we saw it as an opportunity with veterans, particularly, you know, veterans have a, a kind of a unique uh, a unique, they're a unique population. You know, they're really tied together by, you know, values and customs and traditions and loyalty and selfless duty. You know, these kind of things that a, that a, a military person, you know, would kind of, I suppose, uh, encompass. And so what we saw there was an opportunity to take veterans who understood that hard work and the attention to detail. And if they were interested in agriculture, we really feel like they have something that they can contribute to the agricultural community. And as well, the community in general, you know, as a veteran, when you come out of the military, you know, sometimes, and this isn't everybody, you know, I, I like to remind people that veterans actually are an incredible group of people. They're, sure. they're actually, they're at the heart of the entrepreneurial, you know, pulse in America. Veterans are 45% more likely to start their own business. Uh, one out of 10 small businesses in the U.S. are actually veteran owned. And that's, that's about two and a half million businesses in the wow. United States. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So when you have a veteran that's, you know, 
high speed and, and they're doing well and they've got the support group they need, they're they're an awesome contributor to our to our country. So we just saw an opportunity there where we knew veterans had this, you know, incredible, you know, ethic, this work ethic that if, if we could get the ones that were interested in agriculture trained up and, and got them, you know, the tools that they needed to do it, that there was a lot of potential there for us to to have an effect on agriculture, you know. So, how, so we really just wanted to see that. Well, how, how did you get started with that? Let's go back seven years, and you've got this great idea with your partner going, yeah, we like agriculture and these veterans. Does you just approach veterans you knew and say, hey, you want to be a, a farmer? <laughs> just about. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we knew it was a good idea. Our first year, we kind of tested the waters and ran a couple of classes. We got lucky. We worked closely with some amazing partners, so we worked with um, we knew immediately we needed people in agriculture to, to kind of help us out. So we reached out to Colorado State University, the CSU Extension Office, and they were an incredible uh, wealth of knowledge and, and great partners. We work with places like the Denver Botanic Gardens, oh. um, as well as Altius Farms, which is a hydroponic rooftop greenhouse in downtown Denver. And so we reached out to a lot of these organizations and said, hey, we've got this idea. We really think that, you know, you guys are some of the leaders in the community and you could help us accomplish this goal. And so it was a slow progress, you know, kind of there at the beginning, but I think it caught on quickly. I did, I did, in fact, drive around the entire state of Colorado and go to every veteran organization that would listen to me and tell them that if you have veterans, we want to make them farmers, uh, you know. So uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm behind it. And I think part of that, you know, that really comes from just my own personal experience. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm like a lot of other vets, I struggle with some you know, acronyms. And the garden was just that place where I went and everything made sense and it was calm and it was quiet. And so I knew, I knew even if we had veterans who didn't end up being per se a farmer, you know, on some large scale, even if they could just grow some food in their backyard, the benefit of that is incredible. Um, You know, whether that's just a little bit of food security or in general, just a place for that veteran to go and kind of work through some things. And, you know, it's, it's a communal thing, you know, people grow food. Sure. Uh, you know, for generations now, you know, it's, it's not anything new and, and it requires that you have a community to do that successfully. So we just, we just saw that as a great opportunity. So it's men and women veterans, both? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We do uh, any veteran from any generation. We've had veterans from Vietnam all the way to current conflict. Uh, we've had male, female veterans. We've had every branch of the military except for Space Force. They're too new. We haven't gotten Space Force yet. Yeah, that's a little new, little new. So, yeah, yeah. Gonna, I, don't, I don't know how that works in space. Department, so. <laughs> well, I'm sure that they're probably doing that in the uh, the space thing up there now, growing stuff. So someday you'll learn how to do that, I'm sure. Yeah, they actually are. They're yeah. growing hydroponic lettuce. Yes, they are. So let, let me back up a little bit. What you mentioned classes being offered? What kind of classes are you offering to these veterans? So that's an awesome question. We offer two major classes. That's the ones that are we're most well known for. Um, the first one is a market farming class, and it's a 21-week class. So our veterans make a pretty big commitment with us. Um, they spend a whole summer with us. And that that 21-week market farming class is really meant to kind of zero in on what it takes to grow food, um, you know, in the soil for a local market, for like your farmer's market, and how to get started there. And so those veterans spend the whole season with us out at Denver Botanic Gardens. And they kind of see everything. They see from the beginning of the season when we just get started planting you know, preparing the fields all the way through the summer, you know, when you're constantly out there weeding and keeping the fields prepared and, and ready to go. And then they, they're with us at the end of the year, you know, when we harvest and, and we take that food to market, they help take the food to market and they get to sell it to the community. 
they actually have their own little plot where they grow their own food. So they learn things like how to cook with this food, um, you know, even outside of just the farming part. They learn beekeeping and how to use uh, the farming implements and things like that. So it's really meant to give them an overall arc of what it takes to start in the market farming business. And then the other class we do is a, a it's called controlled environmental agriculture, which is a big fancy word for greenhouse growing indoors hydroponically uh, or in a building. And that's really meant to focus in for 10 weeks on what it looks like to grow food in the inner city where maybe you don't have uh, available land. Right. And you're using these, you know, really interesting and kind of what look like futuristic techniques to grow large, immense amount of foods inside the city while using less water and less space. So we try to give them an opportunity to not just learn how to, to farm, but, you know, more than one way of doing that. Um, and those are our major classes. We do some like urban farming classes, which are meant for the, the you know, person living in the city with a small backyard, just based around how to turn that backyard into a small farm and grow food for your family and, uh, you sure, know, sure. maybe share it so, with the neighbors. So, yeah, it's just a, it's a bunch of different little classes uh, really meant to get them engaged uh, and, and kind of hopefully put them in the direction they're looking Sure. When it comes to growing food. So is it a year-round program, or is it basically focused when you can be outside doing that kind of thing, or because you're also pushing inside growth, can you do work year-round? We could. We only train throughout the summer months, so we do our. We actually take applications around February of each year in the spring, and then we start our classes after that. So we usually run two greenhouse classes uh, and then one market farming class. So we're running classes for about 23 weeks a year. Um, and then the rest of the time, we do some of our smaller stuff. We mentor a bunch of veterans. We do have what's called an incubator farm. Oh. So we have, a, we have a chunk of land where a brand-new farmer, one of our graduates, if they're interested, we give them about a quarter of an acre of land out at Denver Botanic Gardens, and we buy them all the tools to get started. So it gives them three years to kind of learn how to farm at a very low risk. Farming is incredibly risky, and I don't think people realize this. You know, the next time you go buy food, you have to actually think about, what it took to get that food to you and, and the risk that that farmer took. They're dealing with changing weather. It can be hail. It can be pests. It can be anything. Sure. And so it's really, really hard to be a successful farmer, and it's incredibly expensive. So we really try to make sure for that new farmer, if that's their goal, that we've provided them as many of the tools possible to reduce that risk down um, and make them successful at it. So the incubator farm, it, it's really focused around around doing that. What a great idea. Been the winter months kind of doing that. Yeah, no, it's yeah. been wonderful. We've got a farmer out there now. It's his first year. Uh, and I have to tell you, it's incredible to see him uh, plant his field and think, oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I have to believe in these seeds. And he's at the point now where he's harvesting broccoli and salad greens. And he's just, I mean, it's, he's all smiles because it's oh. coming it's coming through, you know, so it's good to see that. Oh, I'll bet. Experience. I'll bet. Is there cost to the veterans for these programs? No, absolutely not. Murphy, that was one of our biggest goals. We wanted there to be no uh, no barriers to this for any veterans. So not only do we not charge for our classes, they're completely free. Um, our our long course classes, we actually pay a stipend to our veterans. So we we pay our veterans to be there working with us. And that's made a huge difference because we, unfortunately, as a small nonprofit, we don't have the ability to house veterans. And we have a lot of veterans that come out of state. Um, you know, Colorado has a large amount of veterans in it, but in, in general, the your U.S. population, about 6 or 7% of them are veterans. And so you have a large amount of veterans spread out, and, and many of them will come to the state to take the classes. And being able to give them that stipend has helped kind of offset that cost, uh, you know, for housing or for gas prices, you know, things like that. So we really try to make uh, a concerted effort to ensure that if the veteran really wants to, to be with us 
and learn these things that, you know, we remove as much of the barrier as possible. Oh, that's a great thing. Well, so what can we do to help you help support this wonderful program? You obviously take donations. Do you get grants? Does the government help you at all? How's that work? Yeah, we actually just got a grant through the USDA, which is a big deal. They finally decided that what we're doing is awesome and they're going to help us do that. So they're helping us with some of it. Um, You know, we are continuing to grow. We want to see this program make its way out of the state. Um, Obviously, donations from the community is absolutely how we run our organization. Um, We don't make money doing this. This is definitely something we do because everybody that's doing it believes in it. We're all veterans. Um, So, you know, the community support is always there. The other one is what you guys are doing, Um, you know, telling people about what we're doing. Um, It's very much a word of mouth. You know, we're definitely out there on the Internet and, and we advertise, but uh, most people usually hear about us through somebody. So just spreading the word that, you know, if you're a veteran or you know a veteran or you have a family member that's a veteran and, you know, this is something that they're looking to get into, that we're out there and we're available, you know, to to pass that knowledge along. You must have a website then. Give that to us. We sure do. It's www.veteranstofarmers.org. You can find us on Instagram as well as Twitter. Facebook is definitely a uh, Another one where we're pretty lively and putting pictures out there of what our veterans are doing each week. Um, so you can kind of connect with us that way. And then you can always reach out to me. Well, there's also a video. I saw your video on YouTube. Yeah, we've got some great videos. Actually, it's on our website. There's a couple of them on YouTube. That's a great way to really get a feel for what we're doing. You can hear some of our veterans talk about their experience in the program, as well as some of what I've talked about here. You know, just why it is we do what we do and, and, and honestly, why, why it's so important. Well, it is definitely important. Proud of what you've done here. Richard Murphy, who is co-founder of Veterans to Farmers. Anything you do to help veterans and these guys and these women go through a tough time. And when you can see the smiles on their faces, which I saw, Richard, in the video, and then I saw some tears, too. They got choked up of what this organization, farmers, or Veterans to Farmers, means to them. So good work. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, Murphy. We we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and, and- it's awesome. Thank you very much. Well, we hope that uh, after this they'll reach out and more veterans will want to be involved and more people want to help what you're doing and keep up the good work, and thank you for that. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. You bet. And thank you guys for listening. It's Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll be back next Sunday.